Hello, my name is Matro Chambers, and you are listening to the E-Chamber Podcast, where the aim is to encourage, educate, and even entertain. All subjects are on the table, anything from faith, culture, life experience, etc. I hope you enjoy this episode, and don't forget to subscribe. Hello, hello, you are listening to the E-Chamber Podcast, and we are on episode number six. A uh, little bit of a kind of a break last week, although I had a very special guest, my daughter, on last week. It was a little bit of an issue. Hopefully, I sort out the technology piece because I am more interested in doing the podcast more than engineering the podcast. So I'm growing and getting better and better at it. It's not a big studio with um, producers and engineers and things of that sort. It's just me. No excuses. I'm growing and I'm learning a lot about it and I'm loving what I'm doing. So on to this week's topic. And it's a very interesting topic. You could argue that it's a very powerful topic or the subject that I'm talking about is powerful depending on your perspective. And you all have interacted with it on some level probably even from a young age to your older. You argue that there's been wars fought over it. Marriages destroyed, friendships broken up, churches messed up, all about it, and that is money. Yes, the big M word, money. Um, it's been something that's kind of come up in, I've seen in news in certain areas within uh, the Christian circles, and it's been a topic that has come, you know, has spoken about over the years with people, whether you're Christian or not. And, you know, I start to think more and more recently about money. Uh, Not that I haven't been doing that ever since I got a job, but I started to think more and more about it recently. And there's some things I was getting into that I thought, you know what, I'm going to share. And I want to state just on the offset of things saying that, you know, some of the things are generalized in what I'm saying, and I'm not talking about... Um, it can't cover every area. And we understand when we start talking to money and we start talking about people's access to money that there are some people who have very limited access to money and sometimes it's more complicated than simply they need to get a job and work or it's it's more complicated than... um, um, It's more complicated than sometimes, you know, um, people project it as. We can see in government elections... Part of uh, um, a political campaign is how we're going to save people money, how we're going to get jobs. Economics is an important subject. So whether whether we're talking about faith, whether we're talking about business, whatever it it is, money is an important subject. Um, We can't get around from that. Um, And we see when we look into the Bible, we almost see... And whether you agree with the Bible or not, you can almost agree with some of the things I'm saying, where this is almost a dichotomy, a, 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 a bit of a balancing issue between some of the things we find with money. So you can look at Ecclesiastes chapter 10, verse 19. I'm just going to say the ending. It says, but money if answer all things. Money if money answereth all things. That's simply to say that we understand Money in itself is not valuable. 
just in itself. You can't eat money, you can't sleep on money, you can't do anything with money. Money's power is really in its ability to access goods, service, products, all those things. So in that way, money is answering certain questions, it's answering certain issues that you have when it comes to goods and services. So you you hear that and you're like, hey, well, <laughs> I, I, I hear you, Macho. That's why we I want money. That's why I'm working all these jobs. That's why I'm trying to get that paper. That's why I'm trying to do all that because money is going to answer a lot of issues. Many of us, um, whether it's poverty or middle class, uh, there's a, a lot of problems in your life or concerns that you may have that if I gave you a million dollars, you're like, I can solve half of those issues because money can answer some questions. Uh, but when we go further on in scripture, and let, well, let, let me take a step back, because people feel that way, money, people chase after money, uh, there's a pursuit of money, uh, career, everything, you, you gauge anything around getting money. I remember in school, I don't know if, if it was a professor that coined this, but they asked, what would you do for a living if money was no object? And the reason why he was asking that, because some people that were in the field or some people in other jobs, money was the driving factor on why they were picking that job and career, not because of their love and their passion. And there has to be a balance. Like if you are trying to do something where there's no career in it, it's it, unless you have money, it's you don't have that luxury you have to go and you have to do that so we see people are pursuing money logically rationally in the sense to say that you need money however we can see over years over time and we can see within our life our time even back in history that pursuit of money dangerous things evil things um greedy things despicable things happen with that pursuit of money and we see a little bit further in first Timothy six verse 10, it says for the love of money is the root of all evil. The love of money is the root of all evil. It is. We understand, um, not everything, but you have to understand how scripture is kind of written. It's the idea of when you're consumed with money. And if that's your only goal, you will even devalue humans in your pursuit of money. And, we um, in society will all agree, even a rich person will agree, greed is not a very animal trait. Although in some ways we celebrate that in different ways, and I'm going to get into that. But greed is not a very admirable admirable trait. And that um, people who value money above a lot of different things, people, relationships, um, fairness, people will cheat to get money, people will steal to get money, people will do all type of things, people have sacrificed um, time with their family for money, all these type of things. Once again, I would like to say that I understand that there are some people who are in different situations. For instance, if you are a single parent and to just make rent, I'm not even talking about like just make rent and food, you have to work two jobs, yes, in a way, you know, spending time with your kid becomes lower on a priority, not because you don't want to, but because of the case. So some of the things when I'm saying in that general sense, it, it, it's a little bit more complicated in certain situations. But even in those situations, the person would argue, the person working those two jobs, 
the single parent or the person that's working just to supply would tell you they wouldn't want to do it that way. They say, I would like to make more money so I can spend more time with family because I value time with my family above money. While there are some people who are rich and, and, and don't need to uh, well off will work those extra jobs and get more money because they're valuing it if, if you're seeing the issue. So we can see that very early in scripture. So it's something we need. We got to have it. But we can see if you don't have a healthy attachment to money, if I can say, just like any relationship, it can be dysfunctional. It can lead to a lot of different things. So you can see this balance that we have to um, figure out when it comes to money. Um, people who, you know, we value people. Uh, is it philanthropists? People who give. We value those people um, who give a lot of money away. We, we, I, I know famous Oprah is very famous for giving stuff away. We value people for giving things away. Even um, some companies will advertise how they give things away. That's important because uh, we value that versus somebody that's greedy. We don't value them as much. And 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 you can be you can be hanging on to money. And let's say that person that's hanging on to money, the reason they're hanging on to money is because they were poor and uh, they couldn't afford certain things. So they're hanging on to money, not to be malicious, but they're hanging on to money in the sense to say, I'm scared what happened when I didn't have money. And you can look at the person who's giving money away, but it's for a tax a tax benefit. It, they don't really care. It's just it, it, they don't really care about the person's well-being. They're just giving money to look good. And, and, you know, you can you already see the issue with how money is now um, shaping the way we think about people, giving it or not. And that's not to say um, you obviously can't read people's hearts, but I, I, I hope that I'm trying to get um, into your understanding of thinking. Look at how money is already starting to form your thinking. Uh, another, maybe a better example, if that wasn't as good, is you go on the street and you see someone on the street and they're homeless clearly homeless maybe they're um pushing a shopping cart maybe they're a cardboard box and they're begging for money i'm not saying you would disrespect them in any type of way but there's certain thoughts that came to you like maybe they you know you, you maybe they're not um maybe they hit hard times maybe uh they're struggling with mental health you'll think all type of thoughts things one thing you will not think most times, if we're being honest, you will not think, well, that person's really successful. I wonder I wonder what they're doing to, to be homeless. We wouldn't think that. But if we see someone pull up with, uh, I don't know, a Bugatti or and their three-piece suit or for, uh, for the women out there, a nice, I don't know, whatever dress that's very expensive, high heels, walk out red carpet, bodyguards and everything, diamonds or whatever – we would look at that person and we're like, wow, look look at their car, look at this, look at that. And we would think, maybe they're successful. I wonder what they do. Once again, I'm not getting into the right or wrong. I'm saying look at how money's already, or, or, or what there, what appears money is already starting to form our thinking about a person already. That person that is rich may have um, stolen, may have done something wrong to access that money. While the person that poor may have had money and just hitting hard times in a moment and, you know, later on they may bounce back on their feet. So I'm just getting us to see that look at how money is already shaping our attitudes, our thoughts. It's a powerful um, thing within our lives. 
it's so powerful that later on Jesus in, in when he's describing it he says you cannot serve God and money you cannot serve two masters you either love one and despise the other and vice versa he's saying look at and, and if we look at that you can see is is he saying money's on the same level of God he's like no but in some people's minds money is on that level where to have it and everything you put it on the level of God and 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 whatever your religious beliefs are if you have none at all you can understand to say yeah i understand why some people put money on that level so what are some things that we can and i can't obviously i'm going to do another money thing again maybe later down get someone budgeting all kind of stuff but this is just almost like an introduction to money uh, but what are what, what are some of the things that can help us? Because obviously, you're like natural. I get it. Uh, money is a, it's 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 a powerful thing. It's challenging, or it's it's um, helping me. It's it even shapes my perception of things, and and I and I don't want to have an unhealthy attachment to it, and and all those different um, things to consider with money. Uh, and here's a couple things um, that I'm going to leave you when it talk about money. Here's something very important with money. Earlier on, I said money is um, really the ability to access goods, right? And this is how I want to say it simply. You can get into trouble when you use money to access something outside of goods. You can get in trouble with money when you use it to access something outside of goods. And you're like, well, natural, what do you mean outside of goods? Products, services, etc. those tangible things. But when you start to use money to try to access love, when you use money to try to access success in terms of per people's perception of you, when you start to use money to find inner peace, when you try to use money to get friendships, now you are trying to use money to buy something that it was never meant to buy. And that's when you can get into a lot of trouble because money cannot access those things. And you may you may say, well, match I beg to differ, you know. Uh, I had a friend in high school that said, money can't um, buy love, but it can make a down payment. <laughs> and this is, his whole idea was, you know, thinking you can um, take someone on a date or and you can get them some stuff and glamorous and, and do all those things. And you're almost kind of putting yourself in a room for someone to fall in love with you because of all those things. But if a person is only with you because of those things, that is not really um, them loving you. It is them loving money, the lifestyle, etc. So when we use money to access things outside of goods, outside of goods, services, and products, we run into trouble. And we can see this. Um, and we can see this consistent, consistent, consistently um, throughout society. We see rich people who don't have peace, who don't have love, who don't have security, and they are rich beyond belief. And we see people who don't have a lot of money that has those things. If money could access those things, they they would have them. Although any any rich person would just go and buy. Let, let me just buy love on 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 aisle seven, and I'll just get some peace on you know on aisle one. They would just get those things, but it's because money cannot access those things. Money in terms of products is like there's no discrimination in a general sense. We understand some stores, in, but in a general sense, meaning if I have twenty dollars i can go to subway and i can get a combo regardless any situation i can get it and i will get that combo period 
But if I have money, I can't get in love. And if you're and if you're someone that may argue, well, money can help get those things, then anyone that has money can get those. Once you start to say introduce different variables, then money can't access those things. So that's one of the starting place when it comes to money. You, you can get money, you can work hard, you can do all those type of things to get certain goods. But if behind that pursuit you are trying to get something else, you are setting yourself from a, you are setting yourself up for a very unhealthy attachment to money because you will you you will you will even try to get it and you'll say, well, I haven't, I don't got peace yet. Um, because of my, so I, maybe I have to get some more or I don't get respect. So I have to get some more, you know, I just have to keep getting some more and some more and some more. And one of the saddest things in life, um, a, a, palace, a professor or someone I heard is not necessarily when you are at the, um, the bottom of the mountain, because when you're at the bottom of the mountain, you're looking up and you, and you want hope. So the hope is driving you. And, and it's kind of like this thing that you're trying to pursue. So hope is driving you. But when you're at the mountaintop and you look up there and you still don't feel unfulfilled and you're missing out on things and you're like, is this all that it has to offer? That is a real challenge. And I'm not, I, I know some people may listen to me. Well, let me, let me get a billionaire and let me tell you how it is up there. I, I agree with you in that sense. But understanding that money cannot access things outside of goods, services, etc. Um, and, and the last thing I'll leave with you is this one of the easiest ways you can help have a healthy attachment with money and see where your attachment with money is. Give it away. Give it away. Now I'm not talking about, you know, selling your car, signing your, <laughs> you know, you know, cashing in your RSPs, like, uh, like, you know, selling everything you have and give support. Some people have done that, um, by the way. Because they recognize they have an unhappy, um, unhealthy attachment to it. But in a general sense, th- we're talking about all your needs are being met. Everything, food, um, clothing, shelter, all those needs are being met. One of the things in the Bible, one of the reasons why God get, gives us, um, allows us to give money is because it, it helps regulate your attachment to it. If you struggle to give away, you have an unhealthy attachment to it, especially if you have a job and you have regular income coming in, you should be able to give money away. And one thing you notice, we will look and we'll look at celebrities and say, hey, you know, if I had a billion dollars, I'd give to charity, so-and-so. But we have regular income sometimes and we can't give $5 away, <laughs> you know, and not necessarily to a charity, to anybody. If you struggle to let give money, you may have an unhealthy attachment. And to help regulate that attachment is to give some money away. It doesn't have to be large amounts of money, but it could be some uh, where you give some money away. And that's what we see within the Christian community and the church because God understands you can have an unhealthy uh, attachment to money. And giving it away helps regulate that. Here's a poor example, but I'm going to use it anyways. When me and Crystal... When Crystal had Riley, all the women out there, I corrected myself. When Crystal had Riley, our first baby, I was there, but I didn't have the baby. But when when she was here, when we were um, first coming around friends, going to church, we struggled at first. We never told anyone, but we struggled with letting her be with other people. We 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 were we wanted to just keep her safe to us. You could argue that if we stayed in that state and never gave up, we were get, developing a little bit of an unhealthy attachment to her where, you know, we're the only ones that can do, um, you know, 
have her. But once you start letting her go with other people and 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 and, and they give her back and we're kicking like five fingers, uh, five toes. She's she has her nose, her eyes. Then you're like, okay, well it's fine. Then you give her away again, and everything is fine. You give it away again, and then all of a sudden you realize it's not so bad. And then there's a healthy attachment um, in there. Now, obviously, that's not the best example, but I think you get what I mean. Where sometimes we struggle to give money away because we're worried about all these outcomes. But especially if you have a job and you have income, you know you're going to get the money back. What's the worst that can happen? What's what's the issue with that? It could be that you have an unhealthy attachment to money. And that is something that you can work through with uh, as a believer. It's something you can pray about, something you can talk God about, um, you don't, that you don't want to have this unha- unhealthy attachment to money and that you want to be able to regulate your attachment. And there's much other things you can do, but giving away is, is, is something because God doesn't care about the dollar amount. I'm sorry. Whatever you hear anywhere, God doesn't care as much on the dollar amount. God cares about your attitude and your attachment to it. That's why it says God loves a cheerful giver. You can give money away, but if you give it away because you're forced, your attitude around it, you won't be a cheerful giver because you're going to be mad because you were forced to give that money. So then God's like, it doesn't even matter that you gave because your 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 attitude towards you have an unhappy attachment. God's like, I care about your attitude. So if a certain dollar amount means a lot to you, then it means a lot to God only because he cares about your attitude towards it. Hope that all made sense. <laughs> but uh, honestly, once again, we understand there are some people who are in some situations out there. It's very difficult. Um, people in poverty situations, in a general sense, I'm not speaking to those specific issues um, because sometimes it's a little bit more um, complicated than that. But all of us, even no matter what state, poor, rich, everyone that has a balanced view of life understands that money is not the top thing and nor it sh- nor should it be. And if you're somebody out there that you're struggling with that, I would really um, suggest that you may want to consider that because what you don't want to do is look up in years past and feel like you've wasted so much time pursuing money that you know you've missed out on relationships, you've missed out on experiences, you missed out on opportunities because you were just pursuing money. So we want to have a healthy attachment to money. So thanks again for tuning in. Don't forget to subscribe and gonna be back next week. Take care.